0: Louise McDonald returns to StreamYard Connect today for the U.S. launch of her new planner. We'll talk to her in just a little bit. Let's do a show. Welcome to StreamYard Connect. I'm Ross Brand. We're here every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, episode 54. We're going to be talking today about social media in 2021. I don't think anybody's really that upset that 2020 is going to be coming to an end shortly. Usually I I always feel a little sadness at the end of a year. It's like something's being lost or time's passing too quickly. But I think we can pretty much all agree 2020 is not going to be a year we look back on and go, oh, I mean, of course, good things happen for people. A lot of people have had some successes along the way. But overall, it's been quite a trying year with lockdowns and political unrest and lots of different things going on that uh, have made this a challenging year. Um, But with every new year comes a chance to reevaluate what you're doing as far as your business, as far as building your brand, and engaging and selling on social media. And we have a fantastic guest. Louise McDonald is here. She has launched her new planner in the US today. And we're gonna to talk to her about the planner, but also about your plans, how you can make plans, how you can find content that works for you and your brand and your business. Coming up in just a little bit, Louise is going to be giving away two copies of her planner. She'll mail them anywhere in the world that you are, no restrictions. I checked that for sure. So please do pay attention. We will be giving that away. We'll also be delving deep into social media and a lot of what's going on on different platforms as we approach the new year. And people start thinking about their strategy for next year and what they want to accomplish in their business and also on social media. So very excited to have Louise here. She's uh, Her episode was the most popular episode. We had over 10,000 views on Facebook Live alone, I believe, when Louise was here earlier this year. So great to have her back. And a lot of different things also going on with StreamYard right now. If I can bring in the screen share and I'll just walk you through the process because I hadn't loaded it up. There we go. Let's get the right background there. Okay, so this is the show today and now we will move on to the next slide. And there is the end of the narration. You know StreamYard or you'd like to know about StreamYard ease-of-use, stability, professional-looking streams are the three pillars of StreamYard. You see the founders, Gage on the left and Dan on the right, and those three pillars are the reason why this continues to be a a very successful platform that is just performing at a really high level and growing fast, and a lot of good things going on to talk about. You can go live, you can multi-stream. Uh, If you're on the basic plan, you can go to three destinations. If you're on the pro plan, you can go to eight destinations. Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, YouTube Live, Periscope, and Twitch all have built-in integration. You just connect your account. It's as easy as that. Uh, But if you want to go to any other platform, for example, I like to go to Amazon Live, You can use custom RTMP to do that and still get all the benefits of going live with StreamYard. only thing you don't get is the comments coming in if you use RTMP, but it's still a way to be able to do your StreamYard-style broadcast, take advantage of all the features like the ease of getting guests on, the green screen, um, everything that you like to do with StreamYard you can do using custom RTMP. And if anybody has any questions about that, I have a video about how to use StreamYard on my YouTube channel, how to use StreamYard with um Amazon Live. It's on the live stream universe channel. And basically, you can you can use that video as an example for any destination you want to go to because the process for doing RTMP and adding an RTMP destination and adding a stream key and RTMP URL sounds all complicated and techy and jargony, and it's really not very complicated. If you can copy and paste, you can do it. So if you've not checked out that video, do check that out uh, because it's really easy. And if you wanna go to another destination that isn't listed here, there's a good chance you can, and you can do that using StreamYard and using RTMP. Let's take a look at what is going on with Streamyard because there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, you'll see about I don't know town halls. Sometimes Dana's show, uh, the the head of marketing. Sometimes some of the other shows are doing merch giveaways. So keep an eye out for merch giveaways. Streamyard's got a whole bunch of new merch. Uh, that they have in. You're you're seeing some of the StreamYard team members and power users wearing it, and we're trying to give it away. So if you go to the town hall, there's always an opportunity to win uh, at the town hall and check out some of the other shows as well for uh, merch giveaways from StreamYard. Also, StreamYard is hiring. So if you would like to work for StreamYard. Take take a look uh, at a post that Daniel Glickman put up in the StreamYard community group. There's, uh, I think, four or five job openings there. You might find something that's of interest. We'd love to hear from members of the StreamYard community who have uh, an interest in working for StreamYard. Maybe there is something that will work there. And Last night, uh, Dana was hosting uh, her show, Two Cents with Bence. She had sell- Shelly, easy for me to say, Shelly Saves the Day. Let's try saying that fast 10 times. Shelly Saves the Day, a YouTuber on. And, of course, you're always told on, You, particularly with YouTube, but with any of your, oh, find that niche, right? Niche down, find the niche. Well, it's, it's interesting that Shelly talked about how she went the opposite way with her content. Did niching have have some
1: like was that one reason like you decided, okay, like I'm I have this maybe broad uh, content that I make and now I wanna like get closer to my niche of helping people with YouTube? It's actually interesting. I had a, a beauty channel with a friend of mine and we were actually a beauty channel and it was because of the um the confines of niching that I felt like I really wanted to break free and have this channel. Ah. So it's actually the opposite effect instead of, you know, people are just like, go down, down, down into something right. smaller and you'll find this audience. And I was just like, no, I hate this. I don't want to do this, that this I am more than this. And then it became, <laughs> yeah, let's like, that's not as interesting to me as like actually helping someone get out of their own way and create a channel. So it evolved over yeah. time.
0: A lot of value on Shelley's channel. You can check it out on YouTube and uh, see the whole interview on the uh, StreamYard. believe it's on Dana's YouTube channel. Yes, I, on Dana's YouTube channel, Dana Bents, She's the uh, head of marketing for StreamYard. Two Cents with Bents is the show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And then Dana and her sister Kelsey host The StreamYard Spotlight on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. And they interview you, the StreamYard user. So if you're interested in going on and talking about how you're using StreamYard, how you put your broadcasts together, maybe what your goals are and what you've been able to accomplish through live streaming, that's a great show uh, that features the StreamYard users, Dana and Kelsey, hosting that. Meanwhile, yesterday, I went on Tech Talk with... Uh, Daniel Glickman and I've very rarely shown behind the scenes of my gear and my my setup here, uh, but it's actually simpler than people think it would be when it comes to audio, which has always been my number one priority with video. Believe it or not, the,
1: the mixing device here mm-hmm. uh, in between your microphone and the. Uh uh, computer and going in, and so the mixing device goes directly into Streamyard, or does it go into the ATM uh, Mini and then to Streamyard to I, the laptop and Streamyard. I
0: could run it through the ATM Mini, but I run it directly into Streamyard. StreamYard. Um, okay, I, so- I, I, and basically, it's it's really a pretty simple setup when it comes down to it. It's microphone, it's mixer slash interface and into it's it's really two steps it's two products essentially and then into the computer so that's really even to get professional level audio a good mic and a good audio interface are, are really the basics to get good clean audio for a live stream of course there's a lot more that people do there's other gear that people use um, people do some processing they do post processing with their voice But just to get good, clean audio, it starts, as we talked about last week with uh, Chris Curran, a professional audio engineer and podcast producer, starts with your recording uh, uh, environment. It starts with your microphone, your technique, and also uh, having headphones, having earbuds, making sure there's no echo making sure you're recording in an environment that's suitable for what you're doing. And good audio gear, even inexpensive audio gear, can be very good audio gear if it's the right thing for your voice. I know a lot of people, that you go into these different forums, particularly on the podcasting side. The first thing is always, what mic should I get? What mic should I get? Or I can't wait to get this mic because I heard it's the best, or this person uses it. This is a very personal thing. What might sounds good on you might not sound good on somebody else and vice versa. And so take 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 some of the advice out there with a grain of salt is, is what I can say. Uh, but in addition to uh, talking with Chris Kern about audio, and we certainly went pretty deep on that and took a lot of questions, I also took a fun clip from that show. And I did my first YouTube shorts. I guess you'd call it a short if it's one, but it's called YouTube shorts. And it's YouTube shorts. I don't know if anybody's tried it yet, but it's basically, it's a video that's less than 60 seconds. They recommend not more than 58 seconds and it's vertical and it's just a short video. And you upload it to your channel like any other video, except that you upload it. A vertical video and it can show up in people's phones, uh, just like stories would show up. Uh, but in order to get stories, I think you need like 10,000 subscribers. Anyway, here's a taste of, of my first one of those. I actually don't know exactly what I want to do. Like, um, I kind of want to just play a little guitar and talk about some deeper subjects, maybe play some chess. Like, I just, I don't. <laughs> You know what it is? I'm freaking bored over here with this stupid COVID. And I'm like, you know, I can call my friends, but if they don't call back, it's like, what am I going to do? So I'm like, I might as well go live. You can can take the guy out of Jersey, but you can't take Jersey out of the guy. Hey, I'm freaking bored over here. What what are we doing? What are we doing over here? Crazy. Nothing to do. They just sit around all day. (laughs) I mean, I can only work on audio so much. It's like, I just want to hang out, man. <laughs> after after seven, eight, 20 hours, it's like, it's probably good enough. Now, run it through one more time. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So anyway, that's my first attempt at YouTube Shorts. It was fun, and I'm going to try and do some more. It's uh, an opportunity to do something different, right? And maybe take some... Some humorous clips, uh, bloopers, who knows what. Uh, I'm open to ideas. If you have ideas on what makes, if you watch YouTube shorts and you have ideas, please share them in the chat. I'd love to uh, see what people are doing and what people like to watch when it comes to YouTube shorts. Uh, And also, we had our first show in Spanish. Uh, Diana Martinez went live on Friday afternoon. Big turnout, uh, really well-received. A lot of people from the StreamYard group who are bilingual showed up, as did people who are uh, primarily Spanish speakers. And she went through different tips for live streaming, as you can see in that picture. One of the things she talked about was audio. Uh, I was hoping to have her on today, but... uh, We're going to do it. Uh, We're going to have her on another time. She's going to come on in this early segment, but we're going to talk to her another time. Uh, Looking forward to seeing StreamYard continue to build out uh, some Spanish language programming and in other languages as well as StreamYard is reaching around the world. I'm going to hold off on the industry news uh, because we want to get right to Louise McDonald. She's such a, a fantastic guest. I'll do some industry news either later, or maybe I'll do it as a YouTube short. I don't know. Uh, But let's skip over that and just tell you that if you're not yet using StreamYard, get on it. It's free to get started, and you get to try out all the premium features, all the basic plan features during your trial period. Livestreamuniverse.com slash StreamYard. Livestreamuniverse.com slash StreamYard. And with that, let's bring on our guest. Louise McDonald is our guest today, and she is launching the 2021 Social Media Planner and Guide. It's available on Amazon today in the U.S. You can check out a link in the uh, description on Facebook and on YouTube and on the comments I think as well there should be a link uh Louise is also the author of Facebook marketing she's a keynote speaker and she does a lot of great social media training somebody that I look to who just knows how to do social I I, I don't know a better way to put it than that and and particularly Facebook but all across social Louise has been uh, a superstar and it's an honor to have her back on the show Louise, congratulations on the U.S. launch! It's fantastic.
1: Well, thank you so much, Ross, for having me on the show. I am so delighted that you are launching the the planner for me. So well, thank you so much.
0: Well, it was a great time when you were on last time, and uh, it was the most popular episode that we've had. And it's it's great to have you back as as you are just just doing amazing things, and and I'm excited to see and learn about the planner as it comes out today. And hopefully, uh, people will check that out. There's like I say, there's links in the comments. You can, you can go ahead and take a look and see, uh, take a look, be, be one of the first people to head over there in the us, uh, <laughs> to Amazon, um, talk a little bit about what, what your idea was behind coming out with a planner and, uh, what you hope to accomplish with it.
1: Sure. Yeah, no problem. So um, I have been training, coaching, um, helping businesses use social media since 2009. So I suppose over the years, I have really understood through listening to question after question after question after question from businesses what the issues are that they face. And and how I can help them. Um, and so, actually, the, the 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 planner started off years ago. This is how it started off, just as a workbook. So I, I, I printed these up as a workbook. Because so whenever whenever I would go to an event, or I was speaking on stage, or if I was um, doing some some training, that I would have something that I could leave with people that I knew that they could work through step by step. So um, and so and so it has evolved over the years. Um, and this year. Um, And I I really wanted, because like, let's face it, Ross, people have had such a tough year. 2020 has just been so tough. And I just really wanted to create a tool that people could really use simply um, and effectively to save them time. And to make them more money, and, and, and you know that that's absolutely what this planner will do. So everything is in, is in the one place. So there's a there's a section at the beginning. So if you want to brand your 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 business channel and you want to learn how to do that for all the leading social media platforms, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok, they're all there. Um, and then there's a step by step guide on how to create a social media content strategy. Because I know lots of people struggle. With what to post week in, week out, and I also know that people sometimes fail to realize the strategic importance of creating um, content, which is not only going to build brand awareness, but also going to to to. Um, to build authority with, with your target audience so that then you, you you know, you can build trust and, and, and later do business with them. Um, and so there's a whole section in the planner on that. And not only that, there's 330 prompts for, for social media content that are laid out month by month. And there's a week to view diary. So this is your, you know, it's an A5, you know, you'll be able to bring with your handbag or in your briefcase or bring it with you. Um, you'll be able to use it to plan your content and to stay on track and also to review what's working. Cause there's a whole section on um, where you can review what's working every month.
0: And what's the value. This is a, a total obvious guy question, but you know, all of us are busy. Right. And so, a lot of times social gets done when it gets done it gets done on the phone it gets done on the fly it doesn't always get planned or scheduled it's done when we need to do something or we get a a message or something like that what are the main benefits of planning because i noticed that you you have a quiz and one of the questions asks not just about planning or scheduling, but actually coming up with a campaign. So there's a lot to it. If you uh, really want to make a difference with social media, you th- you can think even bigger than just planning. You can think campaigns.
1: That the, the, This is the essence of it, Ross. So I put that survey together and really what I wanted the survey to bring home to people was like how much there actually is doing social media strategically so because lots of people when they come on they join my social media academy and they start doing the trainings with me and the the, one of the most common phrases that they say to me is oh i didn't realize there's so much to it Oh, I didn't realize there's so much to it. And, you know, and and so sometimes my challenge is that sometimes people think that social media is the nice to have. You know, why am I doing it? I'm doing it because everybody else is doing it. But really, um, social media is one of the most powerful marketing tools available to us. And if, you know, if we use it strategically, we can get really good results. Now, the days are gone where you can have no budget, like you're going to have to have a budget, but if you're really clever about how you spend that budget, you can get a really good return on your investment and you can track what every cent is generating for you in sales as well. So, so, so that's why I say you need to think of campaigns rather than like the worst thing you can be doing is on a Friday evening going, oh, I forgot to do something this week. What will I do? And quickly putting something up because when you do that, then you're going to, you're going to you create really ineffective social media content that's not cohesive that's not trying to achieve a goal and that and 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 you'll quickly you know become disillusioned with with social media marketing and so and so that's why um the opposite of that is you know starting off and with a campaign and the first thing you do is say what's the goal right right what's the goal what's the end line you and- know
0: And as you kind of dig down from from strategy and planning to to tactics, um, the the planner has a calendar or diary you can look at for each week. How important is what day and what time you schedule different kinds of posts? Is that something that, that you encourage people who work with you to think about exactly when you're sending out? certain types of content, whether it's because your audience is more likely to be available at that time, or because we just know through um, data that certain content performs better at certain times of the day or certain days of the week.
1: Yeah. So so when it comes to scheduling your content, there's a few different things to think about. Um, like we talk, just go back to the whole idea of the campaign The most effective way to use social media is to sit down and have a campaign goal in mind and then look at your calendar and say, "Okay, I need to create four or five strategic pieces of content. So you want remarketing content. So remarketing content is content that when people consume it that you have in some way able to re you're able to reconnect with them because you're bringing them further into your funnel so when you're if you sit down and you think of a campaign and you think okay i want to launch something you know in a few weeks time whether that's a new website or whether that's a coaching program whatever it is you got to have a a lead into that and you got to create your remarketing content and you got to schedule that in and then you got to think what's the best time for me to publish that content that I get the maximum audience on. Um, And then after that, you're going to think about having a little budget to make sure that you get beyond your audience and you get in front of your ideal customer, so um, and so so you'll have your strategic content that you'll schedule, and then you'll have your other content, which is just your you're keeping your brand top of mind content. And the three hundred and thirty prompts that are in the diary are really there to help you with that, um, because you know you want to have like five really good pieces of content, or or, or whatever it is, and then you want to be able to just keep your brand top of mind in between times. Now the the reason it's so important to plan the time of the day, the day of the week, is you need to get engagement with the content in the first 20 to 30 minutes because the algorithm then, it was, when it sees content published, getting of, uh, interactions within the first 20 to 30 minutes have been published, the algorithm understands this is good content and it right. will show it to more people. So that's you need to get the the timing right to get the engagement, to get the reach.
0: What else can you do to encourage that engagement and reach besides posting at the right time? Are there other things that you advise people to do in order to help that along in the first half an hour or hour?
1: Yeah, and so this is why it's so important that this is all part of a plan and it's a part mm-hmm. of a campaign because when you know, okay, I'm putting out a strategic video or strategic podcast or interview, whatever that is, on this date and this date to this date, well then you got to pr- plan your promo. So no more that what you were saying, your little you know stinger stinger videos, your one minute videos that you're going to use to to, to draw attention to the fact that this you know, this longer piece of content is coming up. So nice, short promo videos, you you, you, you put some budget to those, you get them in front of people who, who don't already know you, who match the profile of your ideal customer. Um, and then even if they never come to your longer form video, but even if they just watch your promo video and the promo video is talking about the problem you're solving for them. okay. Then you're at least you're getting them into your funnel. So promo videos are really important to get people to your longer form content. And then if you have an email list, you email your list and you're saying, "Hey, I'm doing this really interesting interview with uh, with Ross so on this date and this time. Why don't Why didn't you tune in? And here's a link. And then right. you send them a reminder. So you 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 work you work all your other social media channels to, to bring them to, to where you, where where the content's going to be broadcasted.
0: When you uh, have people who either Let's just say pretty much, you know, don't have one standout platform, right? It's easy if you the person is killing it on Instagram to go, okay, that should be a priority, right? But somebody's doing either okay, they're doing well, or they're just getting started across social. There's no standout platform where they've already got a big built-in audience that makes it obvious that that's the platform. What, going into 2021, are there certain platforms you're keeping an eye on more or you'd say, these are the ones, if you're building your strategy from the ground up, you'd say, okay, let's, let's look at this platform or these two or three, don't try and be everywhere right away, focus on the ones that are most likely to drive results right now.
1: Well, absolutely, and actually, what will dictate that is where your customers are hanging out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So sometimes, you know, people say to me, oh, I'm fed up with Facebook. I'm going to go to such and such a platform. I'm like, um, well, <laughs> if, your, if your customers aren't there, like there's no point, you know? So right. it, so, so it's, it, it's not really down to tuning into your customers, tuning into their pain points, tuning to where when, where they're hanging out and where you can get in front of them. And, you know, and they will d- dictate all of that for you.
0: Yeah, Um, A lot of what's going on now on social media is being influenced by TikTok. So whether you actually use TikTok or you're like me, you downloaded it, changed your mind and deleted it from your phone, you can't escape what's happening on TikTok. Because as I talked about earlier, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, there's all the platforms are just like they're adding store added stories eventually because of Snapchat, another platform, I really wasn't much of a fan of, but then, Oh, look, Instagram has stories. It's fine now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, so yeah. YouTube now has shorts. Instagram has reels. How important do you think it is for brands in general, not just those say targeting a younger demographic, to understand why TikTok videos have taken off, to understand what it is that is appealing to an audience, um, and to think about how you might be able to do that content on another platform if TikTok isn't for you, uh, either either creating it yourself or finding inspiration from other people, but how, how important is it to delve into TikTok? in one way or the other (laughs) right because you can watch tiktoks repurposed all over the place so it's not like you actually have to get an account on tiktok if that's not something you want to do
1: um i I think that i think tiktok is fun Mm -hmm. you know and you know my kids are on tiktok so they're continually going around doing that doing the dances and right right and, and actually um I, I remember I have twins, like so. So I, I was tuning into their conversations, and uh, they were on TikTok, and I could hear the conversation. It really intrigued me. The conversation was around, no, 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 you have to have really good lighting if you want your videos to look good, and no, 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 you need good sound, or no, 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 you need, you know, you need to use the right hashtags if you want to get out there, you know. And I was going, wow. yeah, and I was, I was just, I was just listening. I was going, this is all the stuff I teach. Right, right. right. <laughs> So I think from that perspective, that's the first thing that that hit me about TikTok. I thought, here we have a generation that are coming up that are just so savvy when it comes to creating short, creative uh, video content. I think that what, what I think what worked well for TikTok, what worked in its favor was that during the lockdown all over the world, people were so bored. Um, that all of a sudden you saw the TikTok videos with moms and kids, and they were all doing the dance, and they were doing this stuff together because they were at home and they had time. Right. And, and, and you know, so for so for that perspective, I think that it um, it has it has impacted. Would I be running to TikTok? Would I be running? To, not not yet. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that if if so, you know, if a client came to me and they said, "This is my audience," I would say, "Absolutely." Um, I know that. It's still quite restrictive. The reels are still quite restrictive in terms of the music you can use if you're if you're in, in business as opposed to personally. So, right. like they're they're fun and they're great. And I suppose at the end of the day, they keep users on platforms. So and they have a, it's a new newsfeed that you that Facebook can, can we can use to get ads into. And by all <laughs> means, you know I think that. Um, you will learn a lot by you do by playing with TikTok. I, I have to admit, I have one or two TikToks myself, um, and I found them fun. I was like, "This is such <laughs> fun!" But I, that's one definitely one one to keep an eye on for sure. Definitely, definitely.
0: How much video content do you think someone who's doing social who is okay with, like, if your strength is writing right, if your strength is photography, take pictures, you know, you, you have to play to your strength and find an audience that, that, that likes that. But having said that, we keep hearing each year, almost all the traffic is going to be video, almost all the traffic. And we're seeing it build each year, of course. Do you feel that, like, you have to have a video strategy at this point or that a certain amount of your content should be video or you're missing out on maybe the best opportunity online?
1: Um, I'll tell you why I like video so much and why I am always encouraging my students to do video. And it is this, (laughs) if you are a small business, okay, you may not have thousands of people visiting your website for, for remarketing purposes. You may, if you're starting out, you may not have thousands of people yet on your list. Okay, for remarketing purposes, if you're starting out and you may not have thousands of people following you on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or YouTube or whatever it is. But everyone, anyone can put together a video which addresses the pain points of their ideal customer and they can then pay on Facebook and Instagram to get that in front of them. And if they are clever about how they start, how they, how they, how they begin that video in terms of pulling pulling people in and the description they use with them that they can get thousands and thousands and thousands of views for a video with no, you know, with no, with no prior audience. And then they populate that into a remarketing audience, you know, for, for, and send different messages to the people who, who watch their video. And what, of course, one video is never going to do it. You know, you need to, you know, do a series of videos and build that audience over time. But, that's why I that's why I like video, because I think, you know, no matter what size business you are, you are capable of producing. And you if you understand your customers, you can put a video together, which will impress them so much that they'll want to connect with you. And that's the first point they'll connect with you. And then and then and then after t- in time, you you'll hope because when they see you and when they hear you, you know, you build trust
0: i like to say nothing converts warm leads better than video. So even if you're not reaching an audience hardly at all, if you take a video that you do, and in particular a live video, but any kind of video, and I say live video because it's it's so real, and you put that on your website or a clip, 30 seconds, a minute, the impact that that has where somebody who's already maybe inclined to think, you might be a good person to work with. Somebody says, Hey, look up this person. I think they'd be great. And they go and they watch that video and they come away thinking, yeah, you know, I like this person. I can work with this person or they've got the ideas or the solutions that I need. Uh, I like how they conduct themselves. I like how they answered these questions or they say you're not for me. And that's okay too, because then you don't waste time Putting a proposal together for somebody who isn't likely to be a client once you get face-to-face with them even if face-to-face is via you know live video that during a a time of of lockdown but i i think i think for converting warm leads which is something that isn't talked about very much uh on social the video really can do that it really i think you, you're broadcasting to many but it's like how you reach that one person who becomes a customer or a client is also through video.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and of course you're going to have different types of video as well. So, right. you know, so if you have the video where they think, gosh, they they understand where I am, they understand the problems I have, they understand my pain points. Um, and then what we're also finding is working well for us, for our clients at the moment as well. is just even um, testimonial videos, even if they're just, you know written testimonials with, the head, with somebody's headshot, and you can really target those that maybe people that are you know well into your funnel who've watched um quite a lot of, of your videos and watched them for maybe you know quite a long time, and then you can target them with the conversion, you know, here you know, uh, you know why not why not sign up or are you still on the fence or would you like a discovery call you know so you kind of you, you change your messaging for people that are further into your funnel and they are the people who consume your videos more frequently for longer periods of time
0: i want to say hello to everybody watching on youtube facebook and on periscope and twitter we're talking with louise mcdonald she's the author of the 2021 social media planner and guide it's available today in the us on insta on uh, on amazon on maybe on instagram too i don't know if you can buy it yet on instagram but if you go to your instagram i bet it would send the person to amazon but nonetheless <laughs> i have links in the description on facebook and youtube to get you to amazon if you would like to take a look at that um it, talk about when when you're putting a planner together how much of what you're doing is thinking through your own process and having to remember things that maybe you almost do instinctively at this point, right? You don't even think about it when you're, now you've got to dig deep and ask yourself, how would I explain this to somebody or walk them through steps that I've come to just instinctively do within the process like maybe because you teach you might have it all laid out anyway and so but that's a really important thing when you're when you're putting together a a step by step for somebody is to remember that within the steps there are steps that you take for granted and uh i don't know that probably wasn't challenged for you because you teach but it's there's a lot that goes into it putting a step-by-step plan together for somebody who hasn't walked those steps necessarily yet or wants to learn how to do them better
1: well you said it. you've hit the nail on the head there ross like i'm like i'm a teacher and i love teaching um, and I teach like almost every day different groups. Um, I also have my social media academy, so I'm I'm within that. And my mantra is uh, is like ask me questions. I love questions. I love when people ask me questions because it's, for just the reasons you said it. When I'm explaining something, and then somebody asks me a question, I'm like, oh, they didn't quite get what I meant, or so so I will I will I will next time I I, I explain that to somebody I'll explain it in a different way or right. I'll address that question so I love questions because it makes me a better teacher trainer author everything so um yeah I've, I've I've answered thousands of questions and I love when somebody comes to me when something's broken right right <laughs> one of my members come to me for example today and they said my online appog- appointment booking system on Facebook isn't working I'm like make me an admin I'll happily have a look because wow um, because then I learn, and I love that. Because right. next, or or I can see what they're doing wrong, right. and, and so that's when I, that's why the planner is is it's a culmination of you know of two thousand and nine. How many years is that even like? It's a what eleven years wow. of of of, <laughs> of, list, of answering uh, listening to and answering questions, and I developed my six step system. Um, as a result of training and listening and answering to questions. And that's the system that you see in my book, Facebook Marketing The Essential Guide, on my training academy, which is on on social.media, and also in, in this planner. So it's that same system that takes people step by step in a way that they, ha- they know where to start, that they don't get overwhelmed, and that they will, when they start to see results, that, 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 it, that will encourage them to keep going.
0: You can see how knowledgeable Louise is and also how well she's able to explain how to do social. If you're interested in courses, it's LivestreamUniverse.com slash social. I highly endorse uh, everything that Louise does. She really is one of the true experts and great teachers who are out there. But she's also super generous, and she's giving away two copies of... Her planner for 2021. Um, I'm just going to say, um, let's see the hashtag you're using with the book is kickstart 2021, right? Mm-hmm. So I will just do this at random. Uh, you're watching on any of the platforms throw kickstart 2021 into the chat. If you'd like to win a copy of the 2021 planner, and we will pick a winner in just a few minutes. Uh, what else can you do as far as tracking the success or not so successful outcomes of your social media like you you've, now you've got all your social media planned you're keeping track of what you're doing and when it's going out, how do you recommend that people then look back and, and make determinations about, is there a type of social that's working? Is there a time of day? Like, how do you track social and can you do that within the planner after it's been distributed?
1: Yeah. So there's a whole section every month where, you know, you're encouraged to actually go back and reflect, like you'll never, understand what's working if you're not if you're not tuning in you know so sometimes it's like people you know can say oh I don't understand how the insights work but if you're not looking at them in the first place of course you're never going to know. So I would say you need to kind of track at a number of different levels. First of all, you need to track and see no matter what social media platform you're using, you know, what is the reach like? What are the engagements like, engagement levels like? And are they increasing or decreasing? And there's a, a wonderful tool actually in Facebook Business man, Facebook um, p- uh, business page, where if you go to the um, insights, the overview page, and at the bottom of that page, there's a section called Pages to Watch. And what you can do there is you can you can compare your performance against five of your competitors. So it like the the inf- they won't know you're you're doing it, and the information that you're getting there is freely available if you were to visit their page anyway. And what you can do is you can see like how many posts they're 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 publishing in a week, what their engagement levels are like, and if their likes are increasing or decreasing. Now, for example, on I I'm, I'm I there's a, a page that I would regularly track, and I would maybe do two posts a week, and i get loads of engagement. And this other page does 11 posts a week and gets practically no engagement. So I can see mm-hmm. straight away, like, well, she, she's just doing too much and it's not resonating. And what I do, I don't overdo it. Because I don't have time, but when I do it, I do it well, and, and and so and so that's first tuning into the content and how it's performing. Secondly, then you need to tune into things like if you are doing videos, um, you can wa- you can even tune into how long people are watching them, when they dropped off. Try different tactics, see if you can hold them longer. Um, so that's another thing. And then if you like number three, you have to have the Facebook pixel installed. So if you have a website. Right. Because if you are measuring, let's say, conversions, and that conversion may be a purchase, or it may be you know, a sign up to a, a discovery call, or maybe it's a sign up to a contact us form, or whatever it is, um, you want to be able to say, OK, I spent so much. I generated x amount in leads. I converted them to x amount of sales, so that spend led to x amount of revenue. Or if you're an e-commerce store, I spent so much. The average I generated x amount of sales. The value of those sales were, and the pixel will tell you all of that. And so it makes it really easy to make decisions about: Do I increase the budget there? Do I de- decrease the budget there? Do I run this type of ad or that type of ad? You know, is it a is it a catalog ad or is it a is it is it just a conversion ad is it you know is it a video ad is it a carousel ad what's working what's not working and then you just repeat you just you you're you're informing future campaigns
0: yeah so that's the other advantage of planning your social is that now you've got a record all in one place so it's much easier to go back and see and track what you're doing and what's working and 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 what's not working
1: and as well as that ross also if you know, if you're sitting down of a Monday morning or whenever you've got time, and you go, okay, I know what I need to do this week on social, you you will schedule that content out much faster than if you're just meandering along, with, with wasting time wondering what you're going to do. So you will actually spend less time producing better quality content which is going to lead to more sales and so it doesn't become this painful existence of working in social it's just something you do that works quite well you got it under control and that's it all done
0: wow well we got a couple winners for the giveaway it's uh don uh don l uh, D O N new word E L Don L uh, was one of the winners, and the other winner is Digit Mart Metal Detecting UK. So uh, someone sort of on your uh, in your neck of the woods, so to speak. Yeah. I'm not sure where Don L's coming in from. Uh, if you're still in the chat, Don L, let us know. Uh, but we've got one in, one winner from the UK and one. To be determined. Don L, <laughs> congratulations. And Digit Mart Metal Detecting UK, congratulations.
1: Okay. Great. Oh, Don L
0: says live from New York. Okay.
1: Brilliant. So I presume you're going to give me their addresses so I can. Yeah, so... I'll,
0: I'll connect you with everybody Excellent.
1: afterwards. Thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you. So thank you for the giveaway and congratulations to. The winners, um, I do see a ton uh, going back, a ton of tech questions about live streaming and StreamYard. Um, If we get to those later, uh, we can do that. Or I will go back in and uh, do my best to uh, address those questions that I can after the show. I want to ask you Louise about retargeting or remarketing. I believe you you, you like the phrase remarketing, right? <laughs> Sounds a little friendlier. Uh what is remarketing and how does one go about setting themselves up to be able to even do it in the first place?
1: Okay, so remarketing is about identifying the people from your colder audiences who are responding to your content in some way so you know that they have the problem that you're talking about so let's say that you're um, a nutritional expert and let's say you put a, um, a you create a video series all about um how to reduce bloatedness and how to feel better in yourself right. so you, you put that content in front of people who match the profile of your ideal customer and maybe a few hundred thousand people in that in a in that colder audience and and then the people who, who watch the video for any like twenty like for maybe twenty-five percent or fifty percent of the view of the video, the duration of the video, they're the people who are more likely to be suffering from that problem. So so you're gonna serve them with um with different content. Um um, sorry, I'm disappearing, right. appearing, and disappearing here. So the remarketing, the remarketing is is that you're populating those people into a different audience, and you're and you're going to run, you're going to you're going to serve that audience with different content. You're bringing them further into your funnel. So uh, because the more you can get somebody to, to to engage with you, the more likely they they are to to, to do business with you. So um, Facebook and Instagram in particular offer some really powerful remarketing tools. For smaller businesses, so like you can remarket to people who've been on your website. You can mm-hmm. remarket to people who watch your video content. You can re- remarket to people who've engaged with your ads on Facebook or Instagram. Um, you can re- remarket to people who are all who are already on your list. You know, so um, you know, especially if you're selling a service, you know, the last thing you want to be doing is serving, um, you know, ads trying to sell something to a cold audience because mm-hmm. you'll just, you'll waste a lot of your money if you do that
0: right right what do you think are the you talk about a lot of times there's that first touch point where you get somebody on your list or you get them interested and it's often a a free giveaway lead magnet What what do you which ones do you think are most effective when people think about creating a lead magnet is it a free course is it a is it a downloading a checklist is it a call with you for 15 minutes is it what do you think works the best as a uh something that you're giving away to get somebody into your the first step into your community
1: yeah well actually um it, that can be really difficult because mm-hmm. what you want to do is give something of value, but you don't want to give so much value that they go off and they go, "Well, I don't need them anymore." <laughs> right, right. It's a fine line. You got to give them some value at the same time, and then you see, you also got to be careful that you don't expect somebody who who has never heard of you to do too much. So right. you might put the best fifty-minute webinar together in the world, but if somebody doesn't know you, they're not going to invest time, you know, maybe 50 minutes is too long. So so what seems, what's working well now is shorter form, shorter form video rather than longer form. So rather right. than 50 minutes, think 15 minutes, um, rather, and rather than just showing up and doing a webinar or doing an interview cold and not having any audience, doing that promo to make sure people get there. And even the people who watch the promo because the promo is the taster, that they're really important as well. Uh, so, so, sometimes even somebody might be slow to download a lead magnet if they think, "Oh, I'm just going to be, you know, I, 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 you know, do I do I even want to engage with this person?" So, again, um, and and here's the thing, Ross, and this is important: one does one strategy does not fit everybody. So sometimes you can see a strategy that your friend or your competitor was using, and you you, you see people trying to implement that themselves, and and that doesn't necessarily work so um so that that's what i would say uh, about that so um it's about it's about planning campaigns it's about giving yourself enough time within that campaign to set your goals to identify your ideal customer to to have the brand awareness part of that campaign to have the lead generation part of that campaign and then to have the sales and remarketing of that part of that campaign so there's a lot to it yeah (laughs) what's
0: your favorite tool for social media whether it's for social media management whether it's for building a list whether it's you know any any type of tool that you say wow that's the one that if i didn't have i i would be spending more time or more money or you know be less efficient whatever it is uh, just a tool you know people black friday's coming up a lot of deals out there people looking around for something to get What would you recommend for online marketers, online business people, live streamers, whomever, podcasters who are building an audience and and trying to sell online? What what tool has been, you know, your favorite or one of your favorites? Well, besides, actually, of course, Streamyard.
1: Well, actually, you just took the. Actually, I recommend <laughs> Streamyard all, all the time because I am such an advocate of video, and and I say to people, you know, if you're afraid of video, if you you know you, you you feel you don't have the confidence to do video, well, do some training and address it, because you know, video really is, you have the opportunity to be your friend, and if you're an expert in your field, well, of course, you know you'll be able to speak confidently and authoritatively about a subject. I love live video because. I think when you show up and you 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 live, you're live. Your audience like to interact with you while you are live, and and then when it's done, it's done. So you know, if you were to record a show, you wouldn't be happy with how you looked, and how you sounded. You'd be editing in and out, and it right, takes right. time. So Live stream, um, Streamyard, obviously, I should say, is is one of my favorite tools. Another tool that I absolutely I'll probably use day in day out would be Canva. I absolutely mm. love Canva. So so you know, if you're not a graphic designer, which most of us in business aren't. Um, Canva is a wonderful tool for for creating your graphics, um, but also now for creating videos. So um, that video that I sent you earlier on um, for the planner, like that—that's what that was created in in Canva. That's a wow. wonderful tool as well. It's a great tool, and you know, it's not that expensive. Um, and and even th- those that are starting out, you know, can even use the free version of it really effectively until until they get to the point where the, the you know the paid plan is going to save them time. Um, so other tools that I like as well. I'm 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 a huge fan of MailChimp. I still use MailChimp. I love it. I love the landing pages. I love the that you know that you can create that funnel experience, a landing page, going to another landing page, sequence of emails in, in the background. And again, for business, small businesses, it's you know a really good tool to start off with. Um so I'm also playing around with survey anyplace, as you know. That's the one I um um I have had such fun creating that survey. So yeah. You can create a survey, and you can weight the questions. With you can have different different points for different answers, so somebody can do an analysis on um, on, on on how they're performing, and then you can give them bit different results based on how they've scored. That's a super cool tool
0: yeah yeah i after watching what you put together i want to dig in and try that myself (laughs) but canva is great as as well um i use other tools but canva just is my go-to for graphic design because i'm not a designer and you know it's not super complicated and they give you a lot of ideas but even if you're just doing your own thing from scratch canva makes it easy to find what you need and stick to your colors and stick to your brand and then experiment a little bit. Um, I think it's like I, in the U.S. I think it's $10 a month maybe, uh, or $12 a month. I'm telling you their background removal tool, cause I never knew how to do that. And I've tried, I tried a few tools and just couldn't figure out how to r- remove the edges and all. Their background removal tool is one click. So if you want to make a thumbnail for your video and you want to put yourself on a different background, it's just literally one click and you can remove it. It's amazing. And no, ah. I don't even have an affiliate link or anything. I'm just, I'm, I'm just really excited about um, what you can do in Canva.
1: <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to another company. This is a great tool for just finding really super engaging um, articles to share online. And um, if you look at FeedAlpha, uh, mm-hmm. feedalpha.com. So that is a great tool. Again, it's about 10 um, euros or I'm not sure what it is in dollars per month. And you can just do a search. And you can do a search, let's say, for live streaming. And then you'll find all the articles that are the top performing articles that are um, that are being shared at the moment in the world. So if you're just looking for something to fill to fill up your social media um you know for that day it's a super tool i've used that it's really really good
0: i have to check that out and uh that does remind me we're still going to get to the news and i saw so many tech questions in the chat if you are asking a tech question you're still here from earlier and why wouldn't you be because this is fantastic information uh that that louise was sharing Uh, Just put question in in the chat and re-ask your question, or if you have a new question, just put question and then ask your question, or just put capital Q and ask your question, and I'll try and hit a few of those before we wrap up, because I know there's a lot of people who are using StreamYard, maybe new to it, or maybe trying to up-level, and we can take a look at that. But I wanna tell you that the planner is gonna be awesome. You've gotta check it out. It launched today, it is available on Amazon. There are links in the uh, description and in the comments. Louise McDonald is the author, 2021 social media planner and guide. Uh, it'll give you the tools you need to take your social media another level and and start converting and start selling on social and not just being active, but monetizing which is what everybody really wants to do on social eventually (laughs) eventually we're not just here to experience it we're here to accomplish business goals because social social now is the marketplace right live streaming is the marketplace there's brick and mortar not so much right now during this time and who knows what it'll be in in the future so very timely um Final thoughts as far as, uh, you know, how you feel about launching the planner and what it can do for people.
1: Um, I think final thoughts, um, like I think we're looking towards 2021. So so we're at this point of the year now where 2021 is just really around the corner. Um, my, like We have never had a year like we've had in 2020. And I think 2021 is going to be, again, a, um, a year of two halves. I think we're going to have the first half of the year where we don't have vaccines, where you know the world is still going to be a very virtual place because there's going to be very little movement. In the second half of the year, I think we're going to have pent-up demand. So I think there's going to be huge demand for likes of travel, uh, events, all of that kind of thing. So get the planner. And 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 start thinking about, you know, what's going to happen in your um, industry next year and start thinking about it strategically now and start filling in those dates and using the prompts and using the steps to make sure that you, you just use your time effectively and you get the best results for your business. So I guarantee this will save you time and make you more money.
0: Thanks so much, Louise. Congratulations on the U.S. launch. Thanks for coming here to make us a part of it on StreamYard Connect and uh, all the success in the world with it and everything else you do. It's great to have you back on the show.
1: And thank you, Ross. You're, I, it's always such a pleasure to come here because you just asked me loads of questions and I love that.
0: <laughs> thank you. You've always got great answers, so it makes it easy. <laughs> thank you, Louise. Thank you. So that is Louise McDonald. Again, you can find her social media planner and guide for 2021 in the description and of course if you're not yet using stream yard it's always a good time to get started with stream yard live stream universe dot com slash streamyard